instead of watching it on the theater i would rather be on the train with shahrukh khan see how is shooting what what he feels mm. when he is doing that that is the kind of experience probably which future has for us i personally feel nft seems more like a gimmick than anything else okay. i feel metaverse every, like every technology in the world every technology needs to create value solve a problem and then i think it was namita who asked me ki aapse pehle sath startup aaye the और वो सब रिजेक्ट हो गए आप आठवें स्टार्टअप हो आपको क्या लगता है आप सेलेक्ट हो जाओगे एंड वन थिंग रैंडमली केम माय माइंड एंड आई सेड दैट मुझसे एक पुराने जमाने में ना एक जेल हुआ करती थी उस जेल में भी सात बच्चे पैदा हुए थे और उनको मार दिया गया था और आठवां कृष्ण था और आज भी आठवां कृष्ण है जो आया है इस टाइम पे तो वो डील लेके ही जाएगा वेलकम टू अनदर ब्लॉक एपिसोड ऑफ द आईरोनिक शो Recently, I was moderating a panel on technology advances in India. Uh, we heard about cloud about a decade ago. Then came in AI, ML, IoT. These days, we are surrounded by words like blockchain, Web three, metaverse. Uh, overall, the gaming industry in India. To simplify all these, you know, technology advances and the concept about Web three and metaverse, we today have an expert, Chris Sundararajan. who is the founder of loka loka is india's first gamified metaverse app they have been building metaverse for some of the largest companies in india and they are doing a lot more ground breaking stuff we have spoken about the future of gaming industry in india the use cases of metaverse what is nft and what are their actual use cases what is the future of cryptocurrencies in india trust me you will have to come back to this podcast once more because the amount of information that has been shared in this podcast chris and loka featured in the season 1 of shark tank where they back deals from three sharks today chris is here with us to speak about metaverse and web3 enjoy this metaverse special and before i let you slip into this do not forget to like share and subscribe enjoy Krishnan, uh, shall I crush you for the, for this podcast? Is that okay with you? With pleasure, yeah. Please, Krish. How are you? And uh, welcome to the Ironic Show. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for inviting me, having me here. Uh, the pleasure is all mine, Krish. Actually, after doing so many podcasts on defense, on spirituality, uh, horror stuff, so this is our first tech uh, focused on tech podcast. and that too on metaverse because that's what everyone is talking about these days oh there's now it feels like there's a burden on my uh, shoulders to to be as as good as i can so yeah great please release all the burdens if required get a massage absolutely this will be absolutely chill podcast wonderful wonderful let's start yeah okay first uh, first first thing uh, chris how did you get into metaverse i mean obviously you are building a company called loka so why metaverse and how did you get into metaverse so it's actually uh, very interesting i uh, i in fact read about metaverse back in college uh, i was in my third year i think yeah in 2011 okay. and uh, back then i was reading this book called uh, snow crash by neil stephenson and nowadays a lot of people refer it because that's where the term metaverse comes from uh it's a 91 uh, uh book written by neil stephenson and i was reading it and i mean it's it's there's nothing related to reality there it's a fictional book but what it sort of uh, uh, compelled me to think is what if 
we have a world where virtually we can do whatever we want be whatever we we want or and and be wherever we want without the hassle of reality and um, and what it also compared me to think is how overhyped reality is and uh, and and to give you reference uh, reality is whatever we perceive out of five senses right your eyes ears uh, nose right. tongue and touch uh, what if we could change all the inputs that you get out of these five senses does reality still remain real that's the question that i kept asking after reading that book and i've always been a gamer all my life a little too much if you ask my parents my wife uh still try to play at least uh, like a 30 minute game every day we actually have a rule in office that we have to play a 30 minute multiplayer game every day as a team sport so uh, back when i was growing uh, there was this uh, very very popular game called gta and there was oh. a mod of the gta called gta punjab and okay. uh, and what happened in that game is is uh, so there was this taxi guy if you stole the taxi and the taxi driver was a sardar ji he would run behind you and chase you and abuse you in hindi and and oh. what that did to me as a child is it just it was like love at first sight wo pehli nazar mein pyar jo hota hai na ki yaar main game khel raha hu jisme piche ek indian character bhag raha hai aur wo hindi mein gali de raha hai punjabi mein gali de raha hai and it felt magical and all of these things combined together coupled with playing a lot of games uh, and and i was doing a startup which uh, got acqui hired in 2019 by big basket so i now had time now i had vision now i had some bit of money uh, i said now i want to chase my dream and my dream was to create a virtual world where everybody could stay in one world do whatever they can in real world and do whatever they can't in real world okay. that was the whole inspiration of creating this so uh, fun fact uh, when you mentioned this book uh, snow crush there are companies which are into metaverse and uh, you know blockchain they mm-hmm. give out this book as a handbook to the new joiners yeah yeah <laughs> there yeah. are companies doing he's, that he's actually a consultant with uh, he used to be a consultant with amazon now is a consultant with google google who okay. are uh, building their own metaverse and he's he's advising how to do it yeah so he so is be- an expert at it So before we deep down in uh, deep dive into metaverse I just wanted to know I mean I just wanted you to explain the concept of web 1 web 2 we are now at web 3 right yeah. which is yeah. the buzz term uh, right now web 3 is coming web 3 it's like game of thrones mein hota tha na winter is coming winter is coming it's like web 3 is coming and just for the listeners if I can just put it in a very simple language web 1 which was a dot com bubble everyone everything was dot com dot com this dot com that and it was more of a uh, you know written kind of journal yeah jab aap jaate the you logged into particular dot com website you just read through it then came the web 2 which is typically mm-hmm. which we are using right now wherein you, a lot of ui ux is being used your facebooks googles and everything around it whatever you were using right now yeah. then web 3 what what exactly will web 3 bring now okay sure before we deep dive into web 3 it's very important to understand that what is metaverse and what is web3 and yep. are these the same thing right uh, so uh, let me just put it this way metaverse is the uh, overarching umbrella term which has certain uh, or metaverse can be divided into three important components one component are virtual worlds worlds like fortnite worlds like roblox worlds like gta right uh, the second component is uh, devices 
devices through which we can enter these virtual worlds this can be anything from a pc to a mobile to a console to a uh, vr device anything right uh, and the third are services services like um, let's say a decentralized asset ownership service like nft a decentralized financial service like crypto mm. uh, voice service like agora matchmaking service like photon so on so forth now it is important to, why did i break it into three components is because i wanted to explain one important fact which is that crypto is not metaverse Right. right crypto is a part of the metaverse and metaverse can exist without crypto or without nft or without web3 web3 is an important part of the metaverse but it's not an essential part of the metaverse okay right? now coming back to what is web2 what is web3 the simple way to sort of understand this is um, let me give you an example by apps right uh, let's say let's take the example of one of the most common apps that we use which is whatsapp right what happens in whatsapp is when i send you a message i don't send you a message i send a message that gets goes to the server updates the current status of my current message to that new message that i've sent you access that server and see my new message right so essentially we are not interacting with each other we are interacting with a common centralized server which gets updated every time either you access it or i access it hmm. right and now that's that's the that's the more uh, web 2 approach which is centralized in nature servers uh, taking care of messages being sent data being sent videos being sent so on so forth okay uh, then comes the web 3 element web 3 element is uh, let's say instead of me sending data to a server and you accessing that server let me send the data to you and while i am sending that data to you i have various people that are authenticating this transaction of data packets going from me to you now there is now what that does is that that ensures higher level of privacy between you and me what that takes away is con- is control that a central body can have if things go wrong let's say if i send you money uh, through let's say upi and by mistake mm-hmm. i i wasn't oh. intending to send you money but i accidentally oh. sent it i can still approach npci or upi oh. and say that oh I, i i did it by mistake can you reverse it and they have the power to reverse it but if i send you let's say some ethereum right for example ether so uh, i have no power to reverse it once sent is done now it it it's a double edged sword it ensures privacy it ensures um, a higher degree of autonomy between you and me but it takes away uh, overarching governance that a government or a organization can give you in web2 that's the basic difference between the two so if i have to just put it into maybe another simpler terms web1 when we had web1 there was all the power was with the government right yeah then yeah. came web2 companies like google facebook now in today's world it it feels like that the power is on a, in in our hand but it is actually being dictated by these companies right yeah, yeah. they with so, you can only do what they will allow you to do aap yahi post kar sakte ho aap yahi comment kar sakte ho you cannot do this you cannot do that now with web3 so, we are exactly i think i think you, you you got the drift very well that with with web3 the control rests with you and me and all the users in the network but again it's a double edged sword like right. i i will uh, i will not say one is better than the other yet 
I mean, maybe in, in five years, ten years, I will have a hmm. clear, clear picture of saying A is better or B is better. But right now, both is both is a is an equal bargain that we are doing. Okay. Uh, sir, uh, Krishna, I would like to know more about the metaverse, right? Yeah. Now, in metaverse, how do we relate that to blockchain? Now, hmm. under blockchain, there you have NFT, you have cryptocurrencies. Then another part would be metaverse. So yeah. what what the role what is the role of blockchain in whole of metaverse? Then I have a few follow up questions uh, after that. Sure, sure. So, uh, it, so it's let's let's start with the basics because that's where hmm. we sort of start uh, understanding stuff, right? So, the basic stuff is a metaverse is a is a playground, right? It's a it's an empty canvas, an empty three D canvas. Think of metaverse like a three D internet. Okay. Right. Where um, now, when you go to Netflix, you go to a 2D page which says Netflix, and there are movie catalogs uh, niche. But think of it in a 3D environment where instead of going to the 2D page, you're going to a Netflix theater or a multiplex where there are different audies, and each audie is playing one um, extraction to and other things that that Netflix has at at its disposal. Right. Uh, now, the it it is important to now say that when you are in a 3d environment do you want to live the way you've lived all your life uh, like in a web2 environment where you let's say um, uh, to open a, a account you go to a centralized uh, unit like a bank to send uh, money you go to a centralized app like a upi or a technology like a upi or an neft or an imps or mm. so on and so forth or do you want to take control of what you do or what you own okay now what you let's let's come to what you own first before what you uh, sort of have as money right what you own is and what is nft nft is uh, basically an asset a virtual asset and virtual asset could be anything from a photograph uh, to a video to a 3d model anything anything that's virtual in nature and i assign a address a unique code to it saying that this unique code defines that i am the owner of this asset right and what do i have as a power after owning the asset is the power to also transfer the ownership now i can if i own let's say a bottle and that bottle has a code of abc and and abc defines that krishnan is the owner of that bottle i can now transfer the ownership to ronik and say now ronik is the owner owner of that bottle mm. and get money in return now coming to the second part which is money now money could be metaverse doesn't need crypto firstly you can there there is fortnite there is roblox there is minecraft that has no crypto element and mm-hmm. yet are have user base bigger than any metaverse can ever claim of any other uh, traditional metaverse companies can ever claim of right but since we are on the topic of crypto now when i sell that or transfer the ownership of that nft to you i can i will want some money in return that money could be either given to me in fiat by you can just transfer let's say 100 bucks to me on upi and uh, say that you can you why don't you give that virtual asset i can do that or you can send it on a closed secure network like a, let's say you transfer some some maybe crypto some bitcoin some ethereum to me and that money that i will get is also something that is decentralized in nature which means that no 
person in the entire network will know that you transferred that money to me except for the purpose of authentication saying that yes this money has been transferred from a to b and for that authentication they will get some bit of the transaction fee or gas for it okay uh, okay my follow up question regarding this nfts now as of now the nfts are more like uh, how do i put it these are digital arts in jo board ape hai there are so many you know getting created every day and sold for like millions and millions in terms of ethereum or bitcoin whatever it is yeah now what what would be the actual use of this nfts in metaverse so as of now it's just a status symbol what i can understand there is no as of practical use of nfts in the real world see i mean i i, I can give you my personal view on it i yeah, i personally have never uh never have bought a single hmm. nft never will buy a single hmm. nft in my life i personally feel nft seems more like a gimmick than anything else okay. i feel metaverse every, like every technology in the world every technology needs to create value solve a problem hmm. and the way metaverse does it in real life and the best example for that um, and and something that we are also doing with loka is uh, uh, digital twins and what digital twins uh, do is let's say you create a 3d version of a uh, a factory setup or a plant setup where uh, I, somebody sitting right at home or right somewhere else can see what is the what is this component doing what is the temperature of this component what is the efficiency how much electricity is it taking how much supply is it giving to another component how is my entire plant functioning what are different people doing in in all these plants now currently this this is done in 2d setups using iot devices that right. are powered by siemens and cisco and stuff but when this becomes a 3d setup instead of seeing machine a is doing this machine b is doing this machine c is doing this and a person is operating this in this way and that way we have a 3d visual setup here we we are creating a 3d version of a factory where every person can see what is happening in each and every factory component what each person is doing and how he's affecting the overall growth and output of that factory now you take that into a country kind of setup this is what beijing's been doing this is what seoul's been doing in in korea uh, where they are creating digital twins of their entire city 3d models of not only buildings but of let's say a uh, water pipelines gas pipelines electricity lines uh, where are the uh, fire uh, department where is the police stations it helps them plan for each and everything before actually uh, sort of doing it 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 helps you simulate a city before actually putting a railway station or a police station somewhere you can see what will be the effect of putting a uh, let's say a factory in a certain area how much will it pollute the air there how much will it pollute the water what will happen to the residents if you put a police station here how will that affect the crime rate and what will be the overall effect on the city that is what digital twins do and that's probably the most problem solving tool that metaverse currently comes with so uh, i have a very i mean uh, generic question i think uh, anyone who has got into metaverse i think you also got uh, got this question asked when you went, for, went to shark tank right yeah people who don't understand metaverse this is a question typically uh, for the to cater to the larger audience as you mentioned earlier that you are creating a simulation wherein uh, i am like in a i'm in central park in cp or i'm in marine yeah. drive or i'm in i'm somewhere else yeah so how does that help me I me mean, rather than 
why should i not go to cp and meet a person uh why should i go to the metaverse and then meet meet that same person what what the, what feeling would that give me and why okay. should i consider metaverse in that case okay great i think that's that's probably the most asked question uh, yeah. but also also the most important one um because it's important to understand the difference and we, earlier we were talking about uh, what is the difference between or what is reality in a larger sense the reality is whatever you sense out of your five senses right and uh, five senses are being ears nose uh, smell uh, uh, taste and touch right uh, and whatever you get out inputs from these five senses is what you perceive as reality right and that seems cool because again reality is the most amazing thing that has happened to us but what if tomorrow i have devices i have ability to change the input that you get out of the five senses and not just that now when i can change the five senses you can sit right here in delhi and meet your friend who is living let's say in la but together go to some great place which is let's say in paris one of the patisseries in in paris and have a lunch there and it feels as real as reality that is when okay. the magic starts happening that is when problems like traffic problems like distance problem like time start diminishing and that is when metaverse now becomes goes from a cool thing to a useful thing to a necessary thing that is the transition we are all uh, taking here right now the problem is we are probably uh, if if i were to relate this to a child uh, we are probably not even 8 months old we still right. getting there but magic will start happening when the five senses are engaged in a uh, cohesive manner when that happens you will start uh, forget you will rather not want to live in reality you would want to today let's say have chai with your friend not in delhi or or mumbai you would rather want to have it in on the top of uh, pyramid of giza or or mm. have a lunch in the, uh, at the summit of mount everest things that you will rather never want to do in life but you can still do it and you can still feel the same way how you would if you were to actually have tea in mount everest which you obviously can't okay so uh, see the 80% believer in me uh, is completely gungo about this metaverse and everything but there is a 20% of skeptic in me also which wants to ask you that with instagram facebook whatsapp people have already i mean the there was physical connection before this right there used to be yeah. a lot of going out for these youngsters and every everything now do you believe or do you think that with uh, metaverse and these technologies coming in will it not stop people will it not uh, you know just motivate people to stay more inside and rather than going outside see uh, as i said i'm i'm a firm believer that one of the biggest enemies of metaverse is reality and uh, as much as idiotic it sounds that is the truth and you will probably realize it in, in in probably a decade or so uh, it will definitely compel you to stay indoor but it might not be as worse as you think okay right which means that you will be able to exercise with let's say elude kepuche who's the uh, marathon world record holder sitting right at home which you would never be able to do otherwise mm-hmm. you would uh, you would be able to learn uh, how to play a cello 
with one of the best cello players in the world uh, sitting right at home you will be able to meet friends who would you would never otherwise meet in the world because they are from different countries now the world metaverse will not only bring the world together it will just bring make the world as one the the things that uh, nature has sort of prohibited us from doing which is like teleporting from one place to another or uh, meet or or having five avatars of you in five different places all of that will be possible using the power of i i firmly believe using the power of ai and using the power of metaverse that's why so staying at home might not be the uh, might be as worse as you think you can't compare it to social media because social media is is for recreation and enjoyment metaverse will be not only recreation and enjoyment but everything else that you do on internet i think for the skeptics uh, once it actually you know comes into and comes with full force uh, i think lot of questions would be answered then uh, yeah. because which are being theoretically answered right now by experts like you uh, but i think uh, with examples they will when they can feel it they can have the actual usage of it the more of this answer would be cleared okay now coming to loka what exactly yeah. are you doing with loka what uh, which all you know aspects of metaverse or blockchain is loka trying to cater to okay so uh, at loka we do two types of businesses right one is something which is of a service nature where there are brands who come to us uh, and say that we want to create a kick ass metaverse experience for our customers can you help us okay. do that so these could be anything from creating a a, a virtual k-pop concert with boat to cre- recreating 1950s amul story how amul started in anand uh, to um, recreating the factory setup of tata steel to recreating one of the stores of lenskart to hosting hdfc uh, team meetings there and stuff like that so Uh, one is service based where a lot of companies would come to us and say create our own metaverse the second is where we do indigenous stuff where we do cool things now i'll tell you something i'll i'll save the best for the last now some of the things that we are doing uh, currently is we we've, we've closed the whole division of creating a open world environment where you can roam around meet people socialize all of that that's that's done and dusted from our end we want okay. one of the problem that metaverse has been suffering at large and why the hype has gone down is very very simple is which is that people don't want to live in a virtual world without purpose they want to go with a purpose they go to netflix with a purpose they go to whatsapp with a purpose they go to instagram with a purpose every activity has a purpose and when you take purpose away and say go whatever you want to do that is when problem starts and that is why a lot of metaverses are going down so what we said instead of creating a universe without purpose we are going to create a universe with thousands of purposes right and one of the two purposes that we are currently catering to we are firstly building a fps game a first person shooter game pretty much like a counter strike or a um, pubg Uh, and primarily on an indian setup where okay. there could be a counter strike la- game uh, played at railway sta- indian looking railway stations uh, uh, being a marine commando or an nsg or a uh, paratrooper and you can shoot out uh, enemies and and save the country something like that a multiplayer fps game the second thing that we are currently working on and and this is also uh, pretty unique which is that uh, we are uh, creating health wellness services where this is like uh, we we are creating environments where people can come in 
meditate with other people and uh, understand the deeper roots of mental health and this is a think of it like a meditation app with experts all across the world with other people who are maybe facing the same things as you but on a virtual setup that's the second thing that we're currently working on and the third thing that again is something that's a personal uh, dream project for me which is we, we call it the project samsara uh, where uh, as much uh, as it mo- it would sound from uh, black mirror uh, we are trying to uh, make people immortal okay. and uh, how are we trying to do that uh, we are trying to uh, take people's consciousness consciousness meaning we are trying to uh, recreate their predictive behavior wherein we using some of the psychometric test and ai predictive uh, uh, analysis we are trying to generate uh, responses for all the questions based on the answers that they've given for previous problems like for example if you filled let's say 1000 scenarios i will react this way to this scenario this way to this scenario this way to this scenario hmm. there is a pattern that gets created for you right and based on that pattern if a new question comes in how will you respond is how we are creating is what we are creating so, so we we are trying to create uh, your your thought process or your consciousness now coupling that with your movement abilities everybody moves very differently using using motion capture we're trying to recreate the way you move the way you move your hands when you talk or the way you shake hands or the way you walk the way you dance all of that and trying to put it in a virtual environment that's even when you leave the earth your virtual avatar will walk like you talk like you behave like you with people who you've who you've left behind like for example uh, without getting into details we're actually working in working with uh, one of the uh, patients who will probably not survive the next two years we're trying to recreate their mental state their uh, the way they think the way they respond to a certain question and using mo- motion capture we're trying to recreate how they move and how they sit how they walk and stuff and trying to bring them into the virtual world so that when they do leave us all they will still be available for their families and for their loved ones who can talk to them um, uh, con- converse with them whenever they want to as much as they want to okay so i think there was there is this uh, series on amazon if i'm not wrong which it's called the upload spoke, upload right right which spoke yeah. about it and uh, i thought that this scenario would be too futuristic but now you're saying that you're already working on it yeah 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 okay wait this, this, i remember i i, I uh, when i was uh, a little child i i kept telling my mom that aap mujhe chhod ke kahin nahi jaogi Uh, mm-hmm. i will i will keep you with me forever and uh, every there hasn't been a single year where i have not thought of what if we could take a take modern technology and make people immortal and currently that technology is almost available to us we're almost there to recreate somebody's consciousness we're not completely there it will be off it can only give you 98% accuracy but 98 is still good enough so yeah okay so will it also be able to you know evolve as a human being evolves yes 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 it it is an evolving technology uh, in the sense it's an evolving model where we can decide if tomorrow let's say uh, while your virtual consciousness evolves talks to new people mm-hmm. develops new habits do you want to retain those habits or not 
because okay. the real person has left us it's right. only the ai which is learning and behaving right so if if the ai if you want to inculcate those behaviors you can continue inculcating those behaviors in in the ai if you don't want the ai to behave that way you can just say that this is your learning has ended after the data was collected from the person and pattern was made and the person does not learn after that it's a choice okay let me just try and break it down so you're saying that uh, now xyz suppose there is a person who is uh, who might not live beyond uh, maybe 2 years from now right so you are taking taking uh, i mean as an input you are taking his consciousness what he is doing how he is reacting to particular situation the way he moves the way he acts the way he speaks right you are taking in all the data creating a ai virtual avatar of that particular person right yes. and then you are feeding in there is some sort of artificial artificial intelligence also that that is going into it because yes. that is how it will learn and evolve right yes now yes. once that person has passed i mean once he is no more so his family mm-hmm. members can still go to a particular maybe metaverse or particular portal where they can access the virtual avatar of that particular person yeah that's step 1 um where okay. think of it this way like earlier you had paintings to relive somebody's memory uh-huh. then you had photographs then you have videos now right. you have the person's 3d consciousness okay to relive with them right that's step 1 step 2 is tomorrow when there is a metaverse and when there are let's say possibly billions of people mm. on the metaverse all across the world on different metaverses you can have these people jump from this closed boundary of just meeting their family members to even interacting with other people now you will be in the company of people some of them will be real some of them will be ai of people who have left us that is a possibility but that's something that that just is a possibility we've not thought of what what will happen in the future currently we're only focused on recreating somebody's consciousness this has never been done before in the world or especially in india so we will be probably one of the first ones to do this and hopefully successful at it okay actually my question was that has it, has it been ever tried in india or somewhere else it's it's not been tried it's it's a very very okay. new concept ai is not developed as much uh, it's uh-huh. it's gotten better in the last 3 4 years so we are almost at the tipping point of creating something like this uh, and and since we've not created it yet we will just say that we are hopeful at creating it okay and uh, just out of curiosity what would uh, it cost for a, a person so it costing is a very difficult thing to answer okay. because it, we just have one candidate who we are starting with right okay. so and that's a free uh, thing from our end because we we want that family to be one of the first families in history to experience their loved one even after they leave them so we are available for you to experiment we are ready to become the <laughs> experiment absolutely that, that's the intention that's the intention we want as many if this if this experiment does well we would want as many people to be our uh, our our uh, part of our experiment as possible the question is will people want the ironic show even after we pass i, I don't know <laughs> let's see how it that's how only it one way to know <laughs> <laughs> okay okay uh, so you you were part of the shark tank right yeah uh, the yeah. first season of shark tank you yeah. and you managed to managed to get three sharks on board yeah uh, aman yeah. gupta piyush and uh, anupam anupam yeah. right yeah. so you mentioned during the just initially that you are already working yeah. with boat and lenskart to create the metaverse and uh, i mean uh, experience, for their, yeah. experience for them experience for their for their customers 
what about anupam mittal is he not trying to do something around shaadi.com wherein the two families ladka aur ladki mile in metaverse and i I, 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 i honestly thought that uh, anupam had the strongest use case here uh, <laughs> because uh, because uh, like people uh, it it is still uh, a kind of i won't say awkward but a Uh, a tricky situation where uh, people where families meet for the first time um, right. and and the boy and the girl meet why don't we do a metaverse version of that it becomes a lot cooler lot uh, lot chilled uh, than than what it is in real life but somehow we we've, we've not um, cracked the nut with uh, with 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 shaadi.com yet uh, probably will will sort of uh, have some success in the next few months so probably we're still knocking on the doors so probably anupam is thinking chalo metaverse mein milwa denge shaadi bhi karwa denge honeymoon kaise hoga metaverse ha believe me i'm i'm not even going to answer that question yeah. <laughs> why asked you this particular question so uh, there was this particular incident just in my family wherein <laughs> we had i mean uh, the boy and girl were meeting for the first time and there was a lot of arrangement to be made the girl's family was coming in so hotel bookings and all that the boy had the boy work somewhere else he had to fly down to his hometown so there was a lot of you know coordination and arrangements to be done yeah. had to be done if it was on metaverse and if it would have been a uh, let's uh, put it that way affordable metaverse yeah. people might have you know chose to go that way i mean absolutely i think they evolved see current as i said one of the problems that metaverse currently faces is uh is is a very simple question why should i use metaverse when i can right. use google meet <clears throat> and and it only can be answered when uh when people when more and more people start using devices like a vr device maybe uh now there are haptic gloves haptic hmm. uh, vests and stuff when when that becomes a norm when at least two to three senses get engaged uh that is when metaverse starts becoming cooler and starts seeming useful otherwise if like it's the same problem that internet faced in 1983 when it, it it took birth right if there were no computers or mobile or other uh, smart connected devices internet would not flourish to whatever it has currently become so you need device support for a software to flourish as well right think of metaverse like a software it requires the device support for for it to become a good to have to transform into a need to have that's the challenge that we currently facing at but i'm sure that with uh, apple launching uh, a new vr device which uh, with uh, facebook oculus launching the new quest device right. i think things will get cheaper things will get more affordable more powerful and meta and with 5g coming in metaverse will only get go from strength to strength okay so i have uh, so we used, uh, spoke about apple and meta uh, um, uh, facebook so facebook yeah. have has already rebranded themselves as meta yeah they have already announced that from a, the biggest web 2 player now they have announced their uh, you know foray into the web 3 web 3 space yeah how do you see that move i mean see if you look at these three players uh, the the three biggies facebook which is meta now obviously apple uh, google sorry the fourth uh, amazon yeah they have all the data of across the globally of every one every single person they have the data in terms of demographic their uh, preferences and everything right so will they have that first mover advantage because they have all the resources as well see uh the 
the question is um, so the, the the short answer is yes they will right okay but uh, what is a follow up to that answer is the metaverse which is the next revolution of the internet or internet 2.0 will be bigger than much bigger than internet 1.0 which also means there is room for a billion more players out there and why why is it important it's important because in 1983 some of the bigger companies out there like the ibms of the world lost the plot to newer companies like google amazon and uh, paypal and and the rest of them right and mm. these companies are smart enough to not be ibm of the metaverse era so they're already in right and but the good news here is that internet 1.0 was big for let's say 2000 2 million players for example but internet next version 2.0 will be like 10x or 100x of that so that means that there are there is room for many 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 more players despite not being probably as big as amazon or a facebook because the techno because things like let's say chat gpt now um, microsoft's bought a major chunk of that but chat gpt if it was not bought would single handedly be able to challenge all the biggies just on the basis of their technology power similarly there will be companies which will which are maybe already there or are going to come which will challenge the might of some of the bigger companies just on the basis of technology and innovation so the room for more companies is a much much wider thing with internet 2.0 so has facebook just opened up that space i mean see uh, they have have this put in a put in a statement See, we are the biggest of the biggest uh, social media giants in the uh, in in today's world, and we have announced See, ourselves in the Web three space. If if I had to put my money on a company to uh, sort of succeed and flourish in this era, I'd put my money on this company called Epic, which is okay. uh, the creator of uh, of Fortnite, which is the most popular game on planet Earth. Uh, it's it it has ten million uh, players playing this every year. um and and to give you reference of of facebook versus let's say the rest or youtube versus the rest uh now the average session time that uh, that people play uh, fortnite for is around, is around 156 minutes per user per week if you compare wow. that to the most popular social media which is uh, youtube they played for 41 minutes youtube 35 minutes instagram 21 minutes uh, facebook so okay that if you compare 156 with these figures it seems like a mountain of difference between the two sure web two companies like a facebook or instagram can beat web uh, web three or other metaverse companies in terms of number of users but the metaverse companies come back with the most amount of session time so they will always beat the uh, biggies of uh, instagram or facebook mm-hmm. of uh, youtube of tiktok when it comes to people spending the more number of session time on their platform so i believe that the next set of companies that you should look for are companies like let's say roblox companies like uh, epic or, or fortnite or rather unreal uh, companies like unity uh, these are companies that will probably challenge the might of Uh, a, a Microsoft or a Google or a Facebook, and is there a rough number? How large would uh, would this economy be? I mean, in terms of will this, will this in metaverse and Web three uh, market? Yeah, I can I can, I can give you uh, 
So I, I, I'll not, uh, I'll, I'll shy away from quoting some of the stats by Goldman Sachs and uh, and the other uh, companies because these are very far-fetched, I feel. But I will give you some numbers to tell you how big currently this is, right? So gaming companies, gaming or gaming as an industry currently is worth bigger than music plus box office put together globally. Okay. Right. Which is music plus box office put together is roughly uh, somewhere around 170, 160 uh, billion dollars globally. While uh, gaming as a as a company, uh, as a sorry institution is around 390 billion. 390 right? billion. Yeah. Okay. And, and video as a platform overall, OTT, all of this combined together, video is the only thing that beats gaming currently. It's around 650 billion currently. So video is number one, gaming is number two, box office is number three, music is number four currently in terms of consumption and industry size. Right. And among the top four, the one that grows at the highest pace is gaming. So okay. We would imagine that gaming will surpass, uh, let's say, 650 billion or even go beyond that 800 billion, according to the last survey, I saw, sorry, last research paper I read uh, in the next 10 years or rather at the end of the decade, which is 2030. So the number I would go with is 800 billion, which is probably the most logical currently, um, but it will definitely surpass video in the next seven, eight years. I think Meta was gaming... Uh... I believe it would be say, uh, safe to say that it will easily cross a trillion dollar economy. Yes, absolutely. Dollar market. I, I, that, that's what a lot of experts say. But I'm just being conservative uh, and yeah. I'd put a 800 billion number to that. But yeah, definitely a lot of papers you read everywhere will, will, will quote multi-trillion dollar industry in the next 10 years. Coming back to Loka Krishna, uh, you mentioned that you did something for both. What exactly, if if you're allowed to share that, what exactly yeah, yeah, is the experience center that you have built for both? So what we did is that, uh, it's, it's a very interesting use case because uh, what we did is uh, we created a virtual cannot place, uh, pretty much like a digital twin of the mm-hmm. real cannot place. We put a concert area right in the central park okay. uh, where a K-pop concert was to be held. And this K-pop concert... Uh, uh, was to be held, which which was participated by obviously K-pop singers like Priyanka Mazumdar, uh, but also influencers like Radhika Bangia, also movie stars like uh, Rashmika Mandana. And okay. all of them came here, performed here for a live audience who could come from wherever uh, in the world and, and join the metaverse and dance together with them, throw roses at them, give them likes, um, and also collect boat coins while they're doing it. And they've, if they collected enough boat coins, they got a chance to go to the South Korean capital, Seoul, in real life. So one of the lucky winners also got to do that. Uh, but it was a, a three-day festival, three-day K-pop singer, uh, sing, K-pop concert where multiple K-pop singers came in, multiple influencers came in. One Bollywood actress came, which is Rashmika Mandana, and all of the people who joined in from different places could participate in the event and dance together with other people and Rashmika as well. Okay. And so, both uh, did an amazing campaign with this because they advertised in the real CP uh, mm-hmm. in Delhi. Cannot place in Delhi, where they put uh, banners and advertising in in uh, the metro stations all across the uh, CP walkway, saying that we will be conducting a a, a virtual concert with Rashmika. Uh, do uh, turn up, and this is the QR code. And they they sort of logged in uh, to the Loka app and enjoyed the concert. Okay, 
Now, I can understand that with companies like New Age companies like Boat or the tech companies like Lenskart. Yeah. Now, uh, how a legacy or, you know, uh, traditional company like Tata or Amul, mm. how are they getting into the metaverse space? Are they really uh, looking forward to that space that, okay, now this is the future, we have to be there? So, uh, it's interesting because, uh, let's let's talk about Amul first, right? Um, so, Amul's gotten uh, very serious competitions with the likes of Country Delight, for example, which is a new age milk brand, right? right? Uh, dairy brand. Uh, mm-hmm. And Amul wants to up the game because they know that they have the highest user base across India and they have been a legacy brand for several decades now. Now, what they do is that they, they want people to not only experience Amul, but also know the Amul story of how difficult it was to start the white revolution in this country from Anand and go th- and, and, and the, the, the thing that we are helping them create is create a 1950s Anand. How does a rickety railway station look like in 1950? How does the um, white revolution man himself, Vargis Korean, uh, uh, sort of uh, got onto the railway station in Anand and, and decided that um, he, along with Tribu and Das, uh, who was uh, responsible for the white revolution, will convince the cooperative, uh, co- convince the villagers to create a cooperative, escape the chain of uh, the nasty middlemen, Polson, and, and create the dairy revolution in this country. So we're creating a 1950s Anand with uh, amazing sceneries, with um, uh, Purane railway station, with uh, old uh, uh, sort of Kirane Dukan, with old okay. schools, with iconic Amul locations like Korean Garage, like uh, Dairy Museum. We're also creating a statue of unity there uh, because it's also a, a great part of the Gujarat legacy at large, right? And we're creating cows. We're creating the whole Amul experience how it would have been if you would have landed on that railway station in 1950s. So that's wow. the story that they want to show to people. And that's only step one. Step two is, this is taking you back into the future. Step two is where, where they want you to come back or rather go into the future. From Sorry, uh, one was taking you back into the past. Yes. Second is they want to take you um, into the future where what Amul or the Amul experience looks like if it was 2050. Oh, wow. And uh, a sort of more like a sci-fi kind of setup. Uh, and the third thing that they want to do is take you to the Amul factories. How the milk that they collect from these farmers, how are they pasteurized? How many processes processes do they go through before they get packaged and they come to your doorstep? So the complete Amul experience, they want you to know. They don't want you to go and... Uh, uh, and as I said, there are three phases of storytelling. One oh. was the phase where you read a book and understood a story. The second was when you saw a movie or a, a documentary and, and got to know the story. And third is you go to a 3D world like a metaverse and don't watch it, don't read it, but experience the story as a character in that world. That is the thing that they want to do with their brand. And Tata is obviously a a, a behemoth in the industry um, and uh, and and. And they want to. They don't want to uh, tell their story. They don't want to create a um, an experiential metaverse. They in fact want to create a problem-solving metaverse, where they want to create parts of their units, like a pump room that we are starting off with. They want to create different pumps and and have a 3D 
kind of information system where they know what is the efficiency of this pump what is this operator who is operating that pump how efficiently is he operating it how how much electricity is it consuming how much output is it is it giving how much profit will it contribute to at the end of each day so they are creating a whole virtual simulator of their setup that is that is what tata is doing so legacy companies also think but they think in a more effective manner while new age companies want to uh, they are the ones who are willing to experiment try out new things to reach out to their audience in a more effective faster way and more innovative way have you been to jallianwala bag oh i'm so glad you you brought it <laughs> one of the thing and without telling you what we're doing just as a overview we're okay. creating the jallianwala bag experience how you would wow. have felt if you that would have been there that was my exact question exactly yeah. that was my we're doing that i i'll not get into details because i'm sure, not sure. allowed to say a lot oh. uh this is some we're also doing this for one of the clients uh so you will be present on that sunday when general dyer and and the men walk in and uh, you will feel the pain of what it must have felt when the firing started and people started sort of dying and jumping into Running the well you would feel their their pain instead of reading stories or watching movies mm-hmm. it's better to be there because jab wo jab aap wahan ho gaye na that is when it pinches you that's like an arrow to the heart and that that is the kind of storytelling that we want to create with metaverse because when you go to jallianwala bag obviously uh, in that current uh, particular setup they have the audio playing and uh, yeah. you know the posters on the wall and there is a, this setup that they have created wherein uh, you see that people are running around and there is a some there are soldiers with their uh, guns pointed but th- that's a very you know uh, how do you put it uh, it's just i mean it's made out of clay right yeah. you don't get that feeling now in metaverse i think that was my whole question that it will be some other experience altogether absolutely now absolutely. If you have to bring back our uh, i mean heroes pre independence heroes like netaji subhash chandra bose and all that i think yeah. uh, this is a this would be the best platform to do that absolutely absolutely i mean this is a kind of storytelling that no other means can currently match right this is a very unique kind of experience okay uh, loka no uh, sorry <laughs> I referred you as Loka. I think you won't mind that. So Chris, uh, I would definitely not mind that. <laughs> so uh, Chris, let I uh, let, uh, let me ask you: How was your Shark Tank Shark Tank experience? Uh, you okay. got the offer from three sharks, uh, which is a feat in itself. How was the overall experience of getting into Shark Tank? The pitch that you made, the appreciation from all the other sharks, and one one more question: uh, You have made these sharks. I mean, these people individually, right? what is the different characteristics of these people sure sure so uh, let me just let me just take you to uh, to i think the 5th of december 2021 this is my my shoot day uh, okay. 5th or 6th i'm forgetting one of the dates yeah so uh, this is so what happens is uh, uh, like they they tell you one day in advance that uh, aap jo bhi whatever dresses or or whatever t-shirts and jeans that you have uh, brought why don't you give it to us we'll get them pressed and jab aap subah aoge makeup room mein to wo aapka bilkul aise hanger mein ready rahega to give it to us uh, on one day before and on the day of the shoot you you i arrived at 6:30 am in the morning 
uh, at the set, which is the same set as Kapil Sharma. Uh, and uh, now around seven to, uh, sorry, eight to nine pitches happen on that one day. So pitches okay. usually happen on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And rest of the week is when you prepare for what you need to pitch. Right. So um, it was, I think, a Friday or a Saturday, I'm forgetting. Uh, and I came at 6.30. So they give you a slot number that your startup number three or four who will go into the tank. Right. So I was startup four initially. So um, so the first guy came into the tank. He got rejected. The second guy came, uh, sorry, went into the tank. He got rejected. The third guy went into the tank. He got rejected. And I was like, oh my God, this is not turning out to be a great day. Uh, and and coincidentally, like I think uh, what happened is that my setup was a little complicated to set up there hmm. uh, at the at the tank. So they said, "Aapka thoda time lagega, to hum aapko char ki jagah eight pe dal rahe." So my new slot was eight now. So the fourth guy went into the tank. He got rejected. The fifth guy rejected. Sixth rejected. Seventh rejected. And I'm thinking, "Oh my God, this is not my day. This is not anybody's day. In fact, this is a wrong day to pitch." And then I was the eighth person who went there, right? And um, and and I, while I was walking into the tank, and then you go to the door, and then there is the twenty-second break before the door opens, and that twenty-second is 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 nerve-wracking because feels like, like at a least lifetime. Least personally, I mean, I I have problems when I don't have problems when I'm like at the activity, like I'm, I'm playing the game. I'm, I'm doing, uh, like, a uh, a, a conference or, or maybe addressing the team, but I have a problem before that happens, that, that whole journey, nerve wracking. And that is what was happening. And, and then the door opened and then I walked in and, uh, I was giving my pitch. Uh, and then because pitch is the only part that you mug up in the, entire thing because pitch can has to be scripted everything else oh, is natural yeah. but the uh, pitch is something that you rehearse so i forgot my pitch Bec- and and then i realized ki yaar yahan pe wo meri pitch sunne nahi aaya wahan pe wo me- mere dhande ko sunne aaya and mujhe sunne aaya so i might as well just be myself and i know my business best among the lot here right so let me just explain it in the, in the way that i prefer and i know and i want right so I, I did it and somehow it just went reasonably okay. And then I think it was Namita who asked me that you had startup and uh, sab reject. You are startup, ho, aapko kya lagta hai? Aap select. Ho and, that, and, and the day before and even on the flight, I was uh, uh, reading about Bhagavad Gita and Krishna and stuff. And one thing that just randomly came into my mind and I said that in a jail उस जेल में भी सात बच्चे पैदा हुए थे और उनको मार दिया गया था और आठवां कृष्ण था और आज भी आठवां कृष्ण है जो आया है इस टैंक पे तो वो डील लेके ही जाएगा सो इट वाज आई डोंट नो हाउ आई सेड इट बट आई एम ग्लैड आई डिड बिकॉज़ इट इट ब्रोक द आइस विद देम एंड एंड इट इट मेड मी अ लिटिल मोर कंफर्टेबल एंड दैट इज हाउ द पिच स्टार्टेड द पिच लास्ट फॉर ऑलमोस्ट एन आवर uh, yeah. they ask you all kinds of questions sometimes there is no right answer to one of those questions and you just have to be yourself and answer the way you 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 the best you can right so that is that is how the shark tank experience was now post shark tank was also interesting because um, like i don't know if you remember from the pitch uh, aman also said ki ye kuch na kuch bana lega aur nahi banayega to mere sath kaam bhi kar sakta hai 
पैसे चाहिए या तेरे को धंधा चाहिए दोनों नहीं मिलेगा तो आई साइड की सर टू बी फ्रैंक मेरे को धंधा चाहिए बिकॉज पैसे दोनों से आते हैं एक में इक्विटी भी जाती है तो आई साइड गिव मी बिजनेस डोंट गिव मी डोंट बी अ पार्ट ऑफ द कंपनी इट्स ओके तो ही साइड ठीक है कोई नहीं कोई आई विल गिव यू द बिजनेस डन समझ मेरे एंड से देन आई ऑल्सो मेट अमित Uh, from Piyush's end, and Amit is Piyush's co-founder uh, in Lenskart. Uh, and uh, I mean, I I sat down for a uh, one-hour meet, and बातें होती रही. He honestly felt like a college senior. Uh, and वो बात इतनी लंबी चलती गई कि the thing went from a Chayo's outlet in GK2 to his residence, to meeting his brother-in-law, his wife, having lunch there. and dragging it to let's say i think it was a 6 7 hour conversation that we had that day and since then he has he has he is truly like a college senior to me i can just call him every time and say ki sir yahan pe meri lagi hui hai ab batao kya karu and that is no. and that's that's how amit has been and amit has and he keeps video calling me from different places and, and he's a uh, man city supporter i'm a united uh, supporter so he keeps sending me videos of when united <laughs> gets its ass kicked and all of that starts happening where happens on a constant basis um, anupam the third one anupam i actually knew from uh, and this is also an interesting story uh, from my previous business uh what happened there was i was actually in the tank and um, he asked me what did you do before this and i said i i used to run a food tech company called foodie baba and uh, he says ye wohi company hai jisme vivek ne paisa dala hai main kaha ha ye wohi company hai he says aapne ek bari sweet bheje the na mereko uh maine kaha pata nahi maybe vivek must have sent it to some of his friends yeah we, we would have uh, delivered it So, कहते आपने जब भेजा था ना वो पानी वो बिल्कुल गीला आया था डब्बा एंड आई रिमेम्बर वो अच्छी कंडीशन में नहीं था आप ऐसे चलाते हो क्या धंधा एंड आई वॉज लाइक ओ माई गॉड ही रिमेम्बर समथिंग फ्रॉम लाइक एट ईयर्स अगो एंड एंड आई हैड नो अदर ऑप्शन बट टू से हाँ सर गलती हो गई मेरे से बट दैट्स ऑल्सो अ लर्निंग कफ वी वर पास्ट में वी वर फूल्स बट नाउ वी आर लेसर ऑफ अ फूल uh but we are learning and getting better every day and that's what he also appreciated probably didn't show in the episode but mm-hmm. uh, pretty interesting stuff happened while in the tank so yeah wow. i met anupam after that as well uh, anupam's always classy and uh, professional uh, he doesn't let his guard down for good reasons probably because he's he he seems like somebody who i would call to take life advice on probably not as a friend but somebody who's who's more learned than me as a mentor probably as a mentor probably yeah 
So Anupam, uh, whatever I mean, I could see from uh, the Shark Tank, he seems to be very poised and has a dearth of knowledge. Yeah. And on because he has invested in so many companies, so if you speak about me, ये करने वाला हूँ, he will say कि अच्छा मैंने इसमें ऐसा पैसा डाल रखे हैं, तो I know the business in and out. And yeah. he some he seems to be someone जो कि सिर्फ पैसे डालने में नहीं, he actually knows about the business. He when uh, he will go into the depth of the business. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Aman, who is just like the rock star of the startup community now. Then you obviously met Ashneer, who has become the who has who is now a celebrity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Ashneer is now a celebrity. I, I remember this. This also one instance from Shark Tank. Uh, he says, uh, "Ki uh, and and this is something that got edited in the show." And he says, "Ki agar mere ko metaverse mein jana hai, to main GK mein." असली मतलब गाड़ियां चला के गेड़ी नहीं मारूंगा क्या मेरे ना एक चाचा जी है यूएस में उनको जकी चाचा कहते हैं तो अगर वो भी कुछ सोच समझ के मेटावर्स में छलांग मार रहे हैं तो आई एम श्योर it must have some merit and i'm sure that nobody in the room uh, has the uh, ability to say that zuckerberg doesn't have enough wisdom to change his name to meta and for right. that i nobody had a response because obviously zuckerberg is zuckerberg and uh, and that was i i really wish that was something that was included in the uh, in the show though i would uh, concede that probably ashneer is one of the most uh, logical person out there and if if i had to ever uh, want somebody to give me if if i had to choose somebody i would take advice on on business it would be first is somebody i would go to ashneer probably then everybody else i think obviously on the man who just changed the entire payment industry in india yeah so it was bharat pe who just just shook the payment industry in india and now Absolutely. look at where we are i mean the infrastructure in terms of the payment industries that we have in india there is no other country there is no other city who can just who comes even close to us absolutely i think i think people will uh, nobody will disagree on his caliber uh, because he is hmm. the man himself right but people might have problems in the way he conducts his some of his personal hmm. behaviors mm-hmm. and and how he has opinions on people without uh, sort of researching much but nobody questions his caliber He is creme de la creme. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Chris, moving on from metaverse to now the gaming industry, right? You yeah. mentioned a lot of games like uh, uh, I, I'm just men- forgetting the names. Fortnite, Roblox, Roblox, and all that. Minecraft. So India, how do you see this gaming? I mean, there are so many gamers, right? So many YouTubers who are gamers who are just rising up. So how yeah. do you see the future of gaming industry in India, and how I big think- do you foresee it? i i if you if you really ask my gut right now i'd say india will rule the industry in the next 5 years and not even okay. 10 and i say 5 because uh, see we have to understand uh, how uh, gaming evolved in the west versus how it's evolving in india how it evolved in the west is it went from arcade the, those big arcade machines yeah. to console to pc to mobile or let's say to vr mobile whatever mm-hmm. right in india we never saw 
मतलब अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल डिंट इवन सी द कंप्यूटर रेवोल्यूशन दे डिंट सी इवन इवन हैव द आर्केड मशीन द फर्स्ट टाइम दे एक्सपीरियंस गेम इन इट्स ट्रू सेंस वाज मोबाइल मोस्ट इंडियंस एक्सपीरियंस गेमिंग एज अ प्रोडक्ट ऑन देयर मोबाइल डिवाइसेस फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम एंड हेंस सिंस 2020 इंडिया हैज हैड द हाईएस्ट मोबाइल गेम डाउनलोड्स इन 2020 इन 2021 इन 2022 एंड होपफुली इन 2023 एज़ वेल इंडिया ranks in the top 5 in terms of esports gamers and it's one of the few countries that has recognized esports as a uh, as a legal activity uh, where people can watch other people play sport and earn money through it play esports and and play money and earn money through it so what i think is that i personally believe that india will be the gaming destination of at least this continent if not the world and in terms of mobile gaming india is by the way the most popular destination in the world followed by indonesia oh. and vietnam but it will cont- and based on the power of uh, mobile and based on india's per capita increasing and i probably think it will it will be in the next 5 years it will go to maybe 3000 dollars uh, and when we get there you will see more powerful phones being bought and hence more complex complex games being built for those game for those mobiles and hence more money being generated through it so india is on the cusp of the gaming revolution uh, i recently was listening to rajiv chandra shekhar who is a mm-hmm. cabinet minister so he was saying that as government we are keeping an eye on everything we know yeah. how big this gaming industry is going to be and trust me that the government is all up for it obviously yeah. not at the cost of national security or any uh, personal data security so that's why they banned tiktok they banned pubg and so many chinese apps right yeah. so with this gaming uh, so many and what the best part of that he mentioned that i want to see these gaming companies build games like we had amar chitra katha or the mahabharat or the ramayan why don't you build games around that our mythology oh, absolutely. there are so absolutely. many stories this is something that score of what we do see we think that uh, i mean i think the 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 biggest sacrifice that uh, or a biggest contribution to the nation is given by let's say soldiers and uh, farmers and stuff right. but we as normal citizens and as uh, businessmen as as gaming companies are also contributing to the country's growth overall and country's image overall so i think we what the core of what we do here at loka is bring the whole sense of indianization in games and okay. that is why we built cp that is why we're building indian fps based out of uh, uh, indian locations like kanot place like railway station like marine drive and stuff and so on that's why we recreate jallianwala bag that's why we're doing the amul story a lot of what we do is based on the core ethos that we want to bring the indianization or localization of india and not just india but different parts of india hmm. into a game like experience because india as you know is not is not just a country but it's also a union of countries because every exactly. state is a, has a different culture has a different dialect has a different past right so we want to celebrate the diversity that india is and bring that into the metaverse as the forerunner of of the world probably if someone can bring in the stories from amar chitra katha uh, you know uh, the comics that we used to read earlier in our childhood dc raj comics uh, nagraj super commando dhruv doga all this if stories these stories if can be made into metaverse i i don't think i mean people like us will love it i mean at least See, our generation will love it 
one of the things that that India currently um, the good part about the gaming revolution is we have the users. So there's the demand is sorted, right? Yeah. But the where the problem lies is in the supply. Mm. So according to the last research by Kalari, which is a popular VC firm in India, uh, it says we have roughly 18 to 19,000 game developers, which is really not a lot of number, right? So 19,000 game developers will not give you tons of games based on Indianization. They'll give you only some mm. experimental indie games here and there. We need to also build gaming not as a market, but also as a technology generator, right? We also need to manufacture or rather uh, develop, uh, be, be the development capital of the world as well. That is when the circle gets completed, where you have the supply, but you also have the, de- where you have the demand, but you also have the supply. Currently, there is the demand, but supply is lacking. We need to work on getting developers interested, making it uh, worthwhile for somebody to take Unity or Unreal development as a full-time career and get paid as much as, let's say, somebody who works at um, a, a TCS or a Wipro or a Accenture. And that is when people will make that shift to these companies. And I think that's going to happen in the next uh, three, four years. And we'll see some, the, the number jump from, let's say, 19,000 to hmm. probably a 50,000 or a lakh in the next two to three years. Okay. so. Uh... Now, anyone who talks about, I mean, uh, I'm just talking about uh, laymen like us who are not deep into metaverse or the blockchain industry. For us, cryptocurrencies are the starting point of our discussion when it comes to blockchain. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm not asking you to get very deep into cryptocurrencies. I just wanted to know your pers- uh, views about what do you feel is the future of cryptocurrencies in India? And do you feel it's going to pump up very soon. See, I mean, I, I honestly, uh, I'll give you my view based on both globally and India, right? India currently is the strongest uh, digital economy in the world. When I say strongest, I mean, it, it uses the most, num- it has the most digital transactions in the world. It yeah. has the most innovative products like a UPI um, in the world. Uh, and, do you think in in a market like india which is growing at a rapid pace riding on the wave of economic revolution do you think crypto will disrupt it i don't think so okay i don't think so because indian banks are strong they don't crash they don't go bankrupt that easily governments back these banks back technologies back uh, uh, these uh, financial uh, uh, players out there to survive and to flourish so i don't think crypto is going to cause a dent in the indian economy however do you think it will blow up in the future it has to it has to to give you um, sort of a small example here right uh, so there is a there is a, a whole category of uh, Web3 gaming called GameFi, right? Uh, and what it does is it it builds uh, games pretty similar to let's say a MPL uh, or a Winzo, where you have different games to play. And when you play those games, uh, let's say I put in what Winzo or a MPL does is you put in ten rupees, I put in ten rupees. Hmm. We play a game a game of let's say uh, uh, a fruit ninja. And I I score more points, I get 20 rupees, right? Because I won. 
now put that into a crypto sense now i have 10 cryptos you have 10 cryptos whoever won got the 20 cryptos now the advantage with crypto is that uh, here with mpl or with uh, whatever winzo and the other platforms you will have to pay using the indian rupee which also means tomorrow you can't pay using a canadian dollar and play winzo right, right. and even if you if you could you will earn the money in indian rupees which you will have to convert to canadian dollar to use at your end okay right so both of this will cause friction and will will cause like government will constantly want to not encourage this because a lot of money will be coming from abroad a lot of money will be going from india to government always wants money to come from one way abroad to india but it never wants money to go from india to abroad because that destroys the economy right so in crypto however that is not a challenge like i i bought a crypto i played this game i earned a crypto i got crypto back i will pay uh, in crypto i will earn in crypto i will invest in crypto everything is in crypto so there is no control of any government in this and there is hence no regulation hence it gives you freedom as a person but it it also takes away the uh the, the safeguard or the security that the government gives you as a top player so i personally think globally it has to boom because it's the best form of transaction or will be the best form of transaction oh. globally like i can transfer money i can pay wherever i want i can do whatever i want and crypto will be the end at some point of giants like mastercard and visa but will it bring that revolution as fast in india definitely not that's my personal view i mean people can differ sure. okay so uh, while we are coming to the end of the podcast i wanted to know what is the future of loka in terms of what you guys are gearing up to and what we can expect maybe in the next one year two year five years timeline so i think uh, i i mentioned earlier that uh, we are creating a universe of purposes right right and uh, and each purpose can be treated like an island for example right uh, and we are creating thousands of islands here and we what we are doing and when i say purpose i don't mean we are creating thousand gaming islands one island could be or rather a few island could be gaming a few island could also be uh, exhibition centers where things like jallianwala bag and other important events are rehosted or reinvented um and then there could be other islands like the one that i mentioned project samsara earlier which is bringing uh, people who, uh, sort of who who will who are dead or who will leave us in the future bringing their consciousness into the metaverse and making them immortal and be mm. and stay with us forever um, and then there will be projects like the amulverse like the tata thing that we're doing like the boat floatverse that we created so all of this will reside together in a big giant universe and in the next 5 6 years you will see at least the island having defined purposes to why you are going at least 20 to 30 purposes i am here to date i am here to play games i am here to re, uh, relive some of the historic moments i am here to go out on a party i am here to let's say um, uh, uh, maybe relive one of the uh, childhood moments with my grandfather who's left me so 
this could be billions of purposes but you will at least see 20 to 30 purposes being built in the next five years three to four five years probably wow i think uh, when we started the podcast i mentioned that there is a 20 percent skeptic in me and as we progressed that percentage has really come down i think uh, i'm completely a believer in metaverse and the and the purpose of loka i mean uh, i just hats off to you guys what what you're doing in metaverse i i would say that this podcast there is a lot to absorb for me as well uh, i will have to come back and watch it maybe time and again two three times to absorb the information that you uh, gave us today and for the listeners as well i think this will be a really eye opener for them in terms of to understand metaverse what exactly i mean today's layman for them unko lagta hai ki yaar yaar ye kya hai matlab everyone is wo metaverse pe jaake zameen kharid le they are buying land and all that so everyone oh, even my family it. has question it's ki yaar main wahan pe jaake land kyun kharidi right so i think there is a lot to learn from this podcast there is a lot to absorb from this podcast and i thank you krish for spending your time with us and giving us so much insights into the technology which which is going to you know change our lives in the next few years and we have to be ready for it and uh, just was just one last question maybe sure do you think i mean there are so many uh, leading celebrities jay z beyonce uh, kamal kamal khan did it recently they are doing their concerts on metaverse yeah so as creators or as entertainers or the movie industries uh, how do you see that transition getting into metaverse do you think there will be some uh, sort of transition required for people like us who are doing it on currently on youtube or instagram or how do you see the future to be so i think uh, i think the best example that metaverse uh, brought to us was the travis scott concert this happened on fortnite in 2020 uh, was by the famous uh, rapper travis scott uh, it was a eight uh, an eight minute show watched mm-hmm. by 34 million people uh, concurrently live and 300 mi- million people afterwards on youtube okay this in 8 minutes it earned 20 million us dollars uh, it generated that amount of money for fortnite and the artist so what and, and the reason and similar con- uh, concerts have happened with marshmallow with uh, lady gaga with uh, uh, beyonce and, and so on right so uh, one of the things that i strongly believe and and i keep saying this again and again is currently the metaverse only engages if you are using it through a laptop or a mobile phone it engages your only your your sense of sound because you are also not immersed in it because the mobile is this far or the laptop is this mm-hmm. far a vr device engages your two senses which is your eyes and the ears when we start having five senses being engaged people will not want to watch something on a 2d screen or a 2D environment like right. a YouTube, they would want to be inside the music audio. They would not want to watch a movie. They will want that I also feel that I am going to the movie. He is shooting with me. I will not affect the storyline, but I want to be part of the storyline. I don't want I to watch the storyline. Black Mirror did it to a certain extent yeah. uh, in one of the episodes where you could yeah. just click and choose what, what would be the next step. Oh, that that it was called. Um, uh, I'm forgetting the name. Uh, it, yeah, it was called Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah, yeah. Bandersnatch was where you could choose the outcome of each of the smaller events yeah. in the storyline, right? But what I'm saying is that metaverse will not 
let you choose but actually be like for example if uh, let's say shahrukh khan is, is is shooting somebody in pathan on a uh, on the on the top of a, a moving train you hmm. will be able to be on the train with okay. him. maybe not okay. shoot with him but just be there as an audience instead of watching it on the theater i would rather be on the train with shahrukh khan see how is shooting what what he feels hmm. when he is doing that that is the kind of experience probably which future has for us and when that comes you will realize either youtube has already shifted to the metaverse or the metaverse platform that's becoming popular is starting to eat youtube okay thanks a lot krish uh, for all your insights and everything i had a wonderful time and i hope oh, the pleasure you too had a wonderful time on the uh, show and the pleasure is all mine thank you for inviting me there are, there is so much to discuss yet on this topic of blockchain nfts and metaverse and i hope that we'll have you soon enough on the show and oh, absolutely absolutely talk, i mean it was again. it was honestly an enthralling episode for me as well uh and and i watched some of the episodes that you've shot previously and believe me i mean i i can already see this becoming a uh a, not just a big channel but a uh, but you will have a time crunch in the future of these are the number of guests i can call <laughs> in a day because itna hi time mai shoot kar sakta hu i i so, i'm really looking forward to that day i yeah. and i really hope that uh, probably you and i can uh, have a podcast on metaverse sometime in the surely, future surely surely thanks a lot krish and uh, thank you ronik and wish you the best up. thank you thank you